as we all know, I tell you know, a decent amount of stories of, of things of my life, the things that I've been through, and much the way I think I do so just because in much the way that St. Paul kind of described his, his brokenness as a man and his need for healing, his need for a savior, I think that's much the way that I do it as well. Um, you know, really, in no way because my life has been extraordinary. I mean, in some ways, I guess it has, but, um, you know, but, but each of us has extraordinary circumstances at times in our life. But um, I say this story today, not because it's something that's unknown about me. Many of you already know this about me. But sometimes it's a, it's a difficult thing to, to bring up. Our brokenness is never an easy thing to face. But, um, you know, many years ago, I, I was once married and then divorced. And then eventually the marriage was, was annulled. And I remember, you know, and it's tough as we look back on our lives at the difficulty and the brokenness that we have in our lives, all different and unique looking in its own way. Ah, it's hard sometimes. You look back on yourself and the things that you've done, and you see sort of like the black marks on your record. And, um, and they're hard to look at sometimes. But also, as one of my spiritual directors used to say to me all the time, especially when I was kicking and screaming and having difficulty with things, he would say, but Peter, where's the grace in that? I heard him say that to me a million times over six years. Um, and one of the things that I had realized was during the time of the divorce, the difficulty of the divorce, I had the very distinct thought, I really think from the Holy Spirit, that said to me, you can forgive her now, or you can make this the ugliest, most contentious and difficult situation throughout this time of this divorce. And I, and I made the decision, I was like, I will forgive her now even throughout the process, even through the difficulty, even throughout the pain of the situation. And about three years after the divorce, um, I got an email from my ex-wife, and she had said, I have something to tell you. And she was doing a Bible study with her mother, and it was about King David, this section, and there were questions about David and everything. And one of the questions was, has somebody ever let you off the hook repeatedly and you had taken advantage of their forgiveness? You presumed that they would forgive you over and over again and taken advantage of that fact. And apparently, she had said to her mother, that's what happened with Peter and I during the divorce. There were many things I didn't show up to, many things that I should have been there for, and he continued to forgive me for those things. And so she, re she was relating all this to me in the email and said, and her mother, in her wisdom, said, have you ever told him that? And she said, no. So that's why she wrote me that email. So every once in a while, I said the other day that we don't ever, ever get to see or always get to see huh, the fruits of our labor or our prayer or even the fruits of our forgiveness, necessarily. But as we hear in our gospel today, it's, it's just absolutely necessary. Absolutely, I mean, and I can't impress upon all of us enough how important it is to repair by asking for forgiveness of our own sins to God, 
and amongst one another. It's just so important because it actually can repair and heal some of the brokenness that we have inside of us. It, it doesn't necessarily remove the pain of our life. Uh, sometimes the wounds somehow remain intact. Again, to go back to St. Paul. St. Paul, we remember, one of the things he begs the Lord, he says he has this thorn in his flesh, and we don't exactly know what the thorn in Paul's flesh was, but he says, three times I beg the Lord to remove this thorn in my flesh. Whatever this inadequacy or pain in his life was, he begged the Lord to do it. <laughs> and he says, but he did not. He did not see it fit to remove it from me so that I knew that I had to rely on him. Sometimes we can be healed from something, but the wound or some of the pain remains intact. I mean, just think of anybody who's had an injury that has healed, but it is still painful. Sometimes the joint is still painful, or there's a bony protrusion from where the break was, or there is something that is still there, and it kind of reminds you of the difficulty or the pain that you experienced. But we have to dig deep, I mean deep down into our gut, into our soul sometimes to forgive people that have wronged us. Because if we cannot do that, we cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. That's how serious it is. We have to be able to forgive people that have wronged us, even in the worst ways that you could possibly imagine. And, and of course, we look no further than our Lord Jesus Christ's example on the cross. That that can be done to our Savior and then he forgives not just one or two people or the soldiers that crucified him, but all of us, all of humanity. That's our actual example of forgiveness. So there's anybody in your life that you have a grudge against or you have trouble forgiving. You have got to figure that out. You have got to dig deep in your life. It is not worth your salvation to hold that grudge. So there's somebody out there that you have not reconciled with, that you've not asked for forgiveness for, that you've offended in some way. Don't wait any longer. There is no time to wait. Remember what our Lord said, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. God bless you all.